Praise the Lord. This is Apostle Prophet Pamela Wichert, Agape Deliverance Ministry Headquarters. To God be the glory. Let's not talk about it. Let's be about it. Brothers and sisters, um, my my scripture text is John 15, 13. No greater love than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. What is my goal? My goal is to bring the world back to God and to see the establishment of God's kingdom on earth, brothers and sisters. It's not about talking about it. It's about being about it. It's about being made into a God's image and likeness. Brothers and sisters, I wanted to, um, as I say, I wanted to be able to bring some clarity concerning the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of Satan. Satan's kingdom is a lawless kingdom. Brothers and sisters, it's a kingdom without laws. Satan is true in uh, hatred. He's hatred. He doesn't have any um, variables, no mercy within inside of him whatsoever. Can you imagine, just for one minute, sitting under uh, someone, let's say a, a tyranny, you know, a king, somebody like that, or a kingdom like that, you would not last. We would probably not last even five minutes, to be honest with you. This is how dreadful Satan kingdom is. This is why God goes hard concerning um, the sin that he's totally, absolutely against with no variables and no fraction. God is against sin. He hates sin. He makes that clear throughout um, his 66 books in the Bible. So we as Christians, there's no way that we tolerate it. There's no way we should tolerate it in our lives or uh, anyone that brings it to us. Not saying that you hate the person, but you you hate the sin. You know, you educate the person. If the person want to be educated, the person want wisdom. Brothers, if not, then you go your own way. Not saying, brothers, let me tell you, this is a lonely walk. You're not going to have many friends, brothers and sisters. A difference. Jesus, look how Jesus walked the face of the earth. You know, he had 12 disciples, became apostles. He taught them as they were willing, willing to learn. And then they made disciples of others, brothers and sisters. Um, it's not going to be even like your family members. They're going to scatter. Your close friends, they're going to scatter. God's going to separate you from everything that's, that's like this world. Point blank period. That's what um, he does to make you. Because the sin takes away from you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The sin takes away from you. The godly uh, values or virtues that you will hold, you would no longer hold. You will be um, eliminated. You will be eliminated. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You will be eliminated as a candidate, you know, from um, to be a part of God's kingdom. Now, religion, that's throughout the Bible. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, that's throughout the Bible. See, we get those two confused. And there's definitely a difference. There's a very big difference, and that's what's been happening in the church arena for um, for decades. We're not going back home. We're not going home to go to a church. We're leaving here to have eternal life and work in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't think I ever heard it like that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We're leaving here not to go to a church. We're leaving here to go to have eternal life. In the kingdom of God, which only in the kingdom of God is where you can have eternal life and life and work for the King of King and Lord of Lords, Elohim, brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to realize this is the path that you're seeking. So if you're drawn closer to the world, if you're a lover of the world, if you see yourself continuously, you know, being drawn into this, somebody asks you a friend, you know, family member to do this or do that, and you know by now, you know, because it's like I said, it's quitting time. You know, you get ready to punch out just like you would at a regular job. We get ready to leave this earth. This earth was our training ground. 
and we're leaving to go to a heavenly home. That's our desire. You know, as we were young, growing up as kids, you know, even as, you know, in, um, as teenagers, middle-aged adults, you know, uh, midlife, we were all talking about, let's go home, we're going to heaven, we're going to be with Jesus, you know, want to be in that number. And we look at the road and the journey that we have traveled, that's well-traveled in this earth. And all the things, including this technology, most of it now, this technology, all the things that has been thrown in our path to try to stop us from being who God has called us to be. All the opposition, you know what I'm saying, meaning love. God's loves have boundaries. This is what the Lord dealing with me today, boundaries. Where are your boundaries? Right? Even in this world, you should have boundaries. Even if you're not a Christian, you should have boundaries. This is how we got here. The boundaries that we had um, are gone. The boundaries, um, the gate is broken. It's broken down. The walls are broken down. The boundaries are gone. You know, everybody you see around you, you know, everybody tells you, don't do this. Don't say nothing to them. You know, it's their life. It's their business. No, 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 no. It's true. It's their life and their person. And everybody has a choice to serve God. But we are our brother's helper. We are our brother's helper. We are brother's keepers. And so God's, when God says, love thy neighbor, that's a commandment as thyself. Do you really want your neighbor to go to hell? Do you want to go to hell? That's as close as you getting to hell, as me getting to hell. So that means that if you don't want your neighbor to go to hell, then that means that you don't want to go to hell because you'll be helping someone to stay out of hell. But first, you have to help yourself. See, that's the problem a lot of people make. They don't pull away you know, as they should from sin, meaning that, okay, if you're invited to this cookout, you know, everything's going on, ain't nothing but sin continuously. Every time you go, you know, and they edging you on and edging you on. And sometimes you go and you sit around, but then at, at a certain point, the Lord said, uh-uh, <laughs> tap you on the shoulder. No, no, fam, daughter, it's enough of that. You know, you already did that. You know, you have to be about your father's business. So you didn't see Jesus dibbling and dabbling. So even though you're the cookout, you know, and there's a lot of things going on. There may be drugs. There may be, you know, um, uh, music, you know, worldly music, you know, drinking, a lot of drinking, you know, a lot of cursing the colonel. You're not supposed to. People are not going to believe it, but you're not supposed to entertain. Your temple is the Holy Spirit. So when you're going into this, it's like if somebody's smoking. Good example. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Perfect example, do you want to sit in an office right next to somebody in a cubicle that constantly smoke? I know people that literally got lung cancer from that. My aunt never smoked, but she was at a job where they smoked every day, all day. And so she was in that environment and she literally died from, God bless her heart, from lung cancer. So it's the same thing. You're putting yourself to the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is your body. You're going into an environment that is 80%, you know, sin, you know, not clean, unclean. And so now you're overwhelmed by all the sin that's coming towards you. Not saying that you're going to give into it, but still, you know, you're being tampered with. You know, your body's being tampered. You got your ear gate. You got your eye gate. You got your nose. You got the smell. You know what I'm saying? You got your mouth. You got, you know what I'm saying? You're hearing this. You're smelling that, you know. So we don't go this deep. You know, but the deep speaks unto the deep, brothers and sisters. It's a time for us to grow up. That's why God said, wish that we all be teachers. Because at a certain point, we have to realize, look, this is a time for us to grow up. 
You know, I want to be in that number. As you said, when you were in your 30s, you know, when you was in your 20s, when you was in your 40s, I want to be in that number. And now, God forbid, you're in your 60s and 70s. And you're still trying to clean up. Think about this. Speaking to the women. How long would you take on a Saturday? Worked all week. Monday through Friday. Say you ain't getting the house at 7 o'clock every night. And you got kids. And you got a husband. And you got a cook. So your time is gone, right? You don't you know, overextend your time. You got to get a bath. You got kids a bath. You got to get yourself ready. You got to get clothes ready. You got to get your clothes ready. You got to get food. Oh, my goodness. So homework. You got to do all that. So now you're on Saturday. Now, Saturday, look at this. Now you got to clean the house. And most of the time, you got to clean the whole house because you're working. So you're not able to clean, clean, clean good. So that's where your real cleaning comes in. How many hours are you willing to spend? How many hours are you willing to spend cleaning the house? You don't want to spend your whole day, 24 hours, do you? No, you don't. So you do not want to spend. We do not want to spend our whole lives trying to get ourselves right with God. It's not meant to be like that. Some of us have done it and we need to repent, but it's not meant to be like that. I'm including myself. It's not meant to be like that. You have 24 hours in a day on a Saturday. That's your Saturday. You know how we want to go get a hair, hair done, nails done, feet done. You know, we want to go shopping. All that good stuff. Um, so what, what time do you have? By the time you get finished, say you get up, even if you get up at 7 o'clock in the morning, but most of the time you're going to sleep late. You want to go out and you want to have breakfast. You want to come back, you know, uh, 11 to 12 o'clock. And then you get all the way to 7 o'clock, you know, 7 o'clock, 5 o'clock. You know, you're tired. You really don't even feel like going to the mall. You don't feel like getting... Your nails done hair. See what I'm saying? So why do we not uh, understand um, or, or able to calculate that, you know, when it comes to God, how do you think he feels? Just your natural father alone would be upset with you if he gave you a chore and you took all day to take the trash out, all day to clean the bathroom. So what do you think God feels about us? We take all day to let the sin go. It's life or death. It's going to kill you. God forbid. Eventually, it's going to kill you. Kill us. So, therefore, God forbid. So, therefore, we must make a intelligent and godly decision as to, okay, I just got to go. I just got to go cold turkey. I got to trust God. And this is what the fear of the Lord is, trusting God. Regardless of what? I have all kinds of uh, situations come, you know, uh, <laughs> God forbid, my way. And, you know, I had a decision to make. Am I going to retreat? Am I going to throw in the towel? What am I going to do? I'm going to fight. Like I ain't no far before because I done made a decision. My heart is fixed. My mind is made up. I done made a decision, brothers and sisters. I'm going to serve God. And I'm going to serve God the way God had want me to serve him, not the way people want to control how you serve God now. They want to control who you are and how, you know, and what your title is. And how far you can go, brothers and sisters. They get threatened when you start speaking about things that they never even spoke about. Or the truth that they did not want to hear about, brothers and sisters. So what am I saying? We're not going to make it. You're not going to make it if you're still in the first grade. You're not going to make it if you're still in elementary school. If you're still in, um, if you're still in high, high school. We're not going to make it. Those ones is not going to make it, brothers and sisters. Because it's deeper. We're in the deep water now. It's time to swim. 
It ain't no more ankle lift. It's time to swim for your life or let you drown. Robinson, everybody needs a break. Everybody needs a rest uh, and, and recuperate or retreat and come back, come back again. But let come. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. God I got a sense of humor. Come back with your senses, though. <laughs> Don't just come back. Worse, come back with your senses all intact, all your faculties intact, so that you know direction to go, brothers and sisters. Because let me tell you something. Life will try to take you in all kinds, all kinds of directions. And because we're walking by faith, you only can trust God. There's nothing else that you can do but trust the Lord. I say when the job go, God forbid, when the house, God forbid, the husband, God forbid, the children, you know, um, all these other things, friends, family, what are you going to hold on to? Are you just going to sink? Are you going to um, let God throw a, a Jesus as a, a life raft, you know, the life jacket, the life raft that you hold on to? This is where we are. So as 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 before, the Holy Spirit has taken over my message. Because it's not my message. God said, open up your mouth and I will speak through you. God is speaking to his children around the world, internationally. Because what has happened in the church, the church has erred and has added all kinds of different doctrines and have stayed there. Even in the era, this, this is the mistake. This is the mistake. The false prophets... You know, they are false prophets, brothers and sisters. Some people um, that was pastors and was going the right way, they lost their way. That's why I'm saying, what's that saying? The evil company commit, um, evil company corrupts good character. And that's what happens. These pastors, you're around, <clears throat> hanging around, God forbid, false prophets, not identifying them, not rebuking them, not calling them out, not sitting them down. We're all, all going together. God forbid. We all in this together. And I always say, no, I'm not. I always say that. Because I know that majority of the world loves the world. And I know that to be a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's We talking facts here. So why would I want to include myself? How can I exclude myself by allow, allowing by allowing the Holy Spirit to separate me? That doesn't mean from everybody exactly in the whole entire world, no. But that means that until the Lord has to do what he's going to do in my life, until God opens the doors, until he makes the way, you know, for me to walk through, the door to, for me to walk through, then in the meantime, you just keep trusting the Lord, you keep doing and praying you keep um, believing and living right in the midst of all um, the what's going on in the midst of chaos. So it's been for a long time, brothers and sisters, the truth, the whole truth, enough but the truth has been, hasn't been spoken of like it should, which is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of peace has not been as spoken, has not been interpreted to the people to the congregation, to the members, to the point where they're able to grow, to the point where God's able to um, um, use them. And God's, you know, he's a jealous God. And he keeps saying that they love us of these um, pastors, lovers of their leaders. See what I'm saying, brother? You don't get away from it. You cannot get away from it. See, pastors have made mistakes. They didn't step up there and say, I made mistakes. They stayed there. And you kept eating. You kept eating. So now this is where we are. 
See what I'm saying? This is this is why I know um, half repentance and stuff is, is not going to do. That's a purge, and that's why there's different um, judgments. And this judgments of no mercy is coming because we have not, majority of us have not learned our lesson. We'll go right back to the same thing. We'd have lost everything. God forbid the house, the car, um, the clothes, the furniture, God forbid everything. Jobs and then went down with the city, then went under war, everything. And we're still thinking about, you know, this world, serving this world, loving this world. So this is where um we find ourselves today. No fear of God. So the Lord allowed, think about what happened in the days of Moses when God allowed. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, spoke to Moses and told him to release these plagues um, upon Egypt. Ten plagues, I believe, upon Egypt. And so God authorized. He, he authorized people. He gives people his authority. But he doesn't do that prematurely, just like you wouldn't do that for your children. Prematurely, you wouldn't allow your child to stay at home by themselves. So he authorized us prematurely. I mean, that's sorry. He, he don't offer us prematurely, but he authorizes us when we mature and in the full stature of the Jesus Christ, knowing, you know, he knows the end of every man. Yes, he does. He knows the end because the Alpha and Omega. So therefore, he allowed you and allowed Moses to, to go here ahead of the people and um, told Pharaoh, let my people go. And so um, Pharaoh was stubborn. He was hard-headed. He was rebellious. You know, he wanted to be the top dog. He wanted to be, you know, king, king of kings. So the Lord showed, the Lord showed him, took him down, uh, well, took him out at the end, but he kept taking him down another level, another level through the judgments. And this is where we are. The judgments bring us down another level, but we be thinking we're going climbing, you know, Jacob's ladder, but unfortunately it's not what we think. It's nothing is what we see because if the word is not coming through the truth of God's gospel not coming through, you know, from that man or woman of God from that pulpit, there's no change. There's no deliverance. There's no change agent and all the stuff that they're talking about in this world. And you're on this, on this a platform, on that platform, brothers and sisters, there's only one truth. That's the truth of Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. And that's it. And then that's when the power comes behind it. When that person have lived their life, when that person God is pleased with, then God can say, okay, now I release that. My power. Why would you give somebody power if they're not even teaching you the whole truth? That's not the God we serve. See what I'm saying? God said, teach my people, prepare my people to meet their God because they don't know me. This is the Lord. God speaking to us. And God is speaking through his prophets. That's the prophets, not the pastors he's telling. It's the prophets, which is his confidence he's telling us to tell his true prophets to tell um the people you're not ready for me you don't know me you don't reverence me you don't you can't reverence somebody that you don't know you don't respect them if you don't know them and reverence and fear means reverencing and and respecting him that's what the fear of the lord means respecting him how can you respect your okay your teacher you respect your your supervisor your boss you respect your pastor and then god Unfortunately, the Lord Jesus Christ is at the end of the barrel. He's in the back of the line. And this is what we have in the church today. So the people have not gotten fed, brothers and sisters. They have not gotten fed. So we start over. See, you cannot 
See, this is what we want to escape. You cannot escape the judgment because the judgment in Sodom and Gomorrah, he wiped out everything because there was no other chance. There was no uh, coming back from what they have done. To pray for pray to God to just repent and not have the judgment would never suffice because we're not that type of people. We don't take anything seriously. We take uh we take the Lord for granted. And he knows this. That's why the judgments are so severe. Why do you think we have this hot temperature? That's a plague. It's not a coincidence. It's not global warming. The church is not going to tell you that. Only God's true prophets are going to tell you these things. See, everybody has to be prepared for their office and for their assignment. That's why the Lord has said the standard. You have to know where to turn to. It's not like, oh, God, favor this person, favor that person. The Lord is not, he doesn't work like that. God already has his position because he's king. He's the king of kings. So he already has his kingdom. He already has his position assigned to the various people to rule and reign with him. Those that suffer, you forget the word suffer. People want to reign, but have you suffered enough? Have you suffered at all? Have you taken up your cross continuously and follow him? It's not my, it's not, he's not about making mistakes. Everybody going to make mistakes. We don't do it on purpose, but you're walking by faith and not by sight. Then you're walking in a very dark uh, generation. Now you're walking in a generation where people want you to fail. They don't want to help you. They want to see you stumble. So therefore they don't want to communicate. They don't want to give you any information unless you're in, inside of that clip. And like I said, I clicked off. I clicked out a long time ago when I saw it. It was very disturbing to me, very disturbing. Because first of all, I've seen it in the world. I've seen it, you know, with friends I had before. And I didn't like it then. And it was just always a part of my nature. I always feel like that. I didn't like it then. And so when I saw it in the house of God, I know what God's house stand for and the church supposed to stand for. And it wasn't supposed to happen. So that was immediately a turnoff for me. So I'm teaching on the fear of the Lord, but the Holy Spirit is having this way. The Holy Spirit is speaking. He's speaking to us because we don't, we choose not to understand what we don't want to understand, but what we choose to understand, we understand. So the things we want to do, we do, but what God wants us to do, we don't do. We want to get out short. We don't want this to happen. We don't want that judgment to come. We don't want America. will never be great again. We'll never absolutely. God has already prophesied, already pronounced his judgment upon America, and it's going to be exactly the way he said it. God is interested in the souls today. He's interested in the souls every day. He came to seek and save those that are lost. So if you're not in the number, it's because you're not willing to follow Jesus to the end. It's not what you're not willing to suffer. You're not willing to allow him to change. You're not you change. And I always feel like some too many people are talking, you know. When a lot of people didn't talk, that's when we were better people and that's when we learned more. Because there were different vices and vessels out there, selected vessels that were ordained by God. That means they were tried by God and they was ordained, you know, tested. So um, God never said they were perfect, but he did test them. And then he brought them when you ordained before the people, before the church. But how many times has it been like that? Or is it who do you know? And is it going online and getting a um and getting a um 
a license to preach, brothers and sisters. And the ones that do preach, they want to take your license, they want to shut you down, want to close the doors. And that's exactly the same one that God's going to use. As Jesus Christ was rejected by men, but accepted by God. Brothers and sisters, always going to be something inside of that a person that's religious. You're always going to feel it. It's never going to be, it's never going to go away because the fact is, it's two different, it's two different spirits. I, I told, I said this, oh my goodness, I said this so long ago. I've said this 10 years ago about you putting two people beside, um, looking just like you with the same outfit on. They could be going into the same church house. That's how close you can have one that's in the kingdom. You can have one, you know, that's in religion. That's following the Antichrist. So, brothers and sisters, this is why Jesus said you know, uh, yesterday, as I read from the Bible, um, concerning two was in the field and one went up. See, God gets the final say. We can't say that we're right with God. We can't say that our heart is right with God. But who's going to stand up? How many people? No, no, no. We don't want to stand up. We want to go around and have it our way. Like Burger King, we want to have it our way. But see, one thing about the Lord, he you're not going to uh, change his order. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You're not going to change his order. He doesn't care about who you don't like, who he puts in front of you. Because he knows that he's sovereign. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he knows... What's, um, what to do to get the mess out of us. So we're in this last day. And majority of us want to go to heaven. And have a heavenly home and a mansion. We spoke of it, like I said, decades ago. Three, three decades, 30 years ago. And now look at us. The Lord is not pleased. But yet we still say we're going to heaven. And we still say we're a remnant. Brothers and sisters, listen, we can't we can't even apologize. We can't tell the whole truth. We tell half lies. We hide. We don't want to communicate with the one that God sent. You know, you don't have a relationship with the one that God sent for a reason. That's not just happening. That's deliberate and intentional. And you think God is smiling in heaven from heaven when he said, oh, I want to move this person away. We want to move this person away. We want to, we want to interject, Father. We want to put this person right there. And the Lord said, it's not going to happen. God said, it's not going to happen. God is not wasting his time. He's not going to waste his investment. He's not going to waste the time of the person that put in the in the time. Lord, going God just going to allow us to go through. That's what he's going to do. Allow us to go through because that's what religion does. Religion has always had it. always want to have its way. So at the end of the day, brothers and sisters, the fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. And God's Proverbs speak of wisdom. Book of Proverbs. So how are we leaving here and going to heaven without wisdom? Godly wisdom. We're not. So this is what the Lord is saying. We talked about um, great deception. People are deceiving themselves in certain areas concerning um, their salvation. That we can mix it all up. And God's okay with it. Well, you know, he says the Ten Commandments, so 
he gave us a, a complete picture that he's not okay if we if we commit uh come against one commit one commandment disobey one commandment then we have disobeyed all 10. so why why do we think that everything else that we do that we can just be hearers of the word not doers why do we think that will be okay that's not in the word of god god's word said we have to be hearers plus doers so you see how how we twist things how we uh interject our own way that we want to go or understand the interpretation that's why brothers and sisters god's gonna put his teachers god's gonna bring his true prophets and god's gonna has already put his standard here on the earth god already knows who goes first who's the forerunner god chose john the baptist he didn't choose deborah he didn't choose elijah he didn't choose you know um moses he chose john the baptist brothers and sisters because god has ordered in jesus name amen